0: Some children may cry, some may get very quiet, some might get angry, and others might ask a lot of questions. Any and all responses are okay. Welcome to the We Are The Village Parenting Podcast. Hi, my name is Serena, mother to two little ones. And hi, I'm Lisa also known as the singing Amma. Ama means grandmother in Icelandic. I am a mama and an Ama.
1: In this podcast, I am learning to practice gentle attachment focused parenting. Lisa is here to teach us why it's vital to our children's
0: development and well-being. And I come to the village with a background in early childhood education. I have been coaching and supporting parents along their parenting journeys for over 35 years. Together, we explore some easy-to-implement skills you can add to your parenting tool belt to help you create a happy, thriving family.
1: We invite you to grab your latte
0: or your tea
1: and come sit around the proverbial ancient fire with us each week
0: when we come together to have a conversation where we'll be keeping it real, keeping it raw, right here with you in the wonderful world Of all things parenting. Hi there, this is Lisa, the Singing Amma, and I'm here again to read to you another of my parenting columns, originally published in the Fishbowl magazine on Salt Spring Island. Today's column is one of the toughest subjects that we will ever have to deal with in our parenting journeys. This column is titled, A Death in the Family. We recently experienced a death in the family, so now feels like a good time to approach this subject, which most of us would really rather not talk about. But let's face it, death happens. When death happens, tell children about it in plain, clear language. Do not use euphemisms. Saying the person went to sleep or we lost grandpa can create exaggerated fears about going to sleep or about themselves or others getting lost. Simply say, I have some sad news. Grandpa died today. Some children may cry. Some may get very quiet. Some might get angry, and others might ask a lot of questions. Any and all responses are okay. Do your best to be with their responses, to answer their questions, to allow their expression of grief to be what it is, and know that it's okay to show them your grief too in the not-too-overwhelming moments of your grief. You can model for them that grief comes in waves and with many different emotions. Every child will react to the news and experience and express their grief differently depending on their age and stage of development their individual temperament, and how close they were to the now-deceased person. Children express grief very differently than adults do. A child might begin playing soon after they've heard the news. This doesn't mean they are not sad, that they don't care, or that they are being disrespectful in any way. Playing can actually be a child's way of retreating while their young psyches process the information. Be aware that behavioral regressions may occur. School or friend avoidance might happen. Or physical symptoms like headaches and stomach aches may develop. A variety of confusing emotions will likely be experienced. Sadness, yes, but also anger, anxiety, frustration, guilt, or sometimes relief if there was a long illness prior to the death. Anger might be directed at another family member. Their sense of relief may be very confusing to the child. A child may feel to blame for the death somehow. Do your research as to your child's developmental stage and what you might expect during this difficult time and practice your best listening and supporting skills. If necessary, find a friend or professional the child can process with. Children should be included in the funeral or memorial if they wish to be, but do not insist that a child attend if they do not want to. If they will be attending, let them know details about what to expect. If they choose not to attend, Create another way for the child to say goodbye. You might light a candle and share some memories. Plant a tree for the deceased. Make a scrapbook or photo album together. Take a walk in nature. Observe and talk about the cycles of life together. Why do leaves fall? my then nearly three-year-old grandson asked, shortly after another death some years ago. Leaves die and then they fall, I said. Like Grandpa died, he wondered. Yes, I said, like Grandpa died. Hey,
1: so thanks for joining us on this week's conversation. I know it's a heavy one, but it is one that I think we should have. And thanks, Alma, for saying that we should communicate with them in plain, clear language because it's kind of hard and it's also kind of taboo to speak to our little ones about death. Cause it seems mm-hmm. too heavy for them to handle.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like, we want to protect them from the pain of losing someone. But if we don't speak to them in plain language, like I said, in the column, you know, their young minds are going to make stuff up and the clearer and plainer and more straightforward we can be, the more they're going to learn. That this is a natural, normal part of life, although a sad and distressing part, but it's natural and normal. It happens, right? And so we need to be able to just be with it, just be with them. And part of the problem, and I think part of why it's become, like you say, taboo to talk about death with our young ones, is that so many of us adults are not comfortable with big loss and big, heavy grief. Yeah. Right. So we need to do our work in being able to be with the sadness, with the anger, with the upsets, whatever emotions we're having. We need to do the work of being with those so that we can be there with our little ones and support them in getting through the feelings too. Stay with us. We'll be right back. A family of blue people from the bright yellow planet take a fantabulous summer vacation trip all over the universe. Young Hayon gets kidnapped by giant rats, and the whole family almost gets danced to death in outer space, but they still manage to go to intergalactic beaches, county fairs, nightclubs, motels, and they go shopping. On the podcast, I'll read from my middle grade novel version. And I'll play songs from the album. So come here, Space Vacation, the musical. And remember, the universe is like a song. The
1: universe is like a song. Like you said, we, it's hard for us to manage our big feelings and letting them know letting them see us cry letting them see how we grieve is important so that they know it's okay and it's normal and what they're Mm -hmm. feeling it's good to be feeling what you're feeling because that means you're you're normal and
0: and there's a whole lot of other emotions too not just the sadness and tears that um children and all of us feel and And, you know, and to remember that children are going to process grief differently. They might be sobbing one minute and giggling the next, like they're so quick to process their, you know, a kid can have a tantrum in a minute and then be running around playing, you know, three minutes later. And it's not like the tantrum wasn't real or the sadness wasn't real. It's just, they move so quickly through their emotions And part of that is that they're learning how to process them. And I just want to add in here, you know, not just our little ones, but our teenagers too. They're going to be able to comprehend death more readily and the loss. They're going to intellectually be able to deal with it and understand it a little more, but they're still young in their ability to process big feelings like that. So we need to support our teenagers as well. Um, So one of the things, um, I actually have um, a teenager, uh, uh, my teenage nephew visiting right now, and he just lost his dad, my brother, um, a few months ago, two or three months, two and a half months ago. And um, last night I just had a conversation about Not his feelings necessarily, but just feelings in general. And I, you know, one of the things we can do is say, you know, have you felt any, have you felt mad? Have you felt angry? Have you felt guilty? Yeah, me too. Me too. I felt all those things. So there's so many different feelings that come up during grieving it's not just sadness. It's not, um, yeah, there's so many, there's anger, there's the guilt of um, maybe should I have said something? Should I have done something? Was it my fault? Somehow little kids might think or older kids might even think, or then if you start feeling some happy feelings, sometimes there's guilt that, that comes with feeling happy because how can I feel happy when that person that meant so much to me is gone. You know, I should be sad, but happiness Mm -hmm. is also important. We had this beautiful time at the beach last night and we were laughing and playing and swimming in the rain. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's why I brought it up actually on the way home. I said, you know, it's so good for us to feel this happiness and these smiles and laughter. I said, but do you ever feel guilty? And, And he said, yeah you know and and i said okay that's good because that's normal so for you parents for, to do your research find out what are all the feelings that come up in grief and we can talk more in depth about it at other times too but there's the sadness the the guilt the anger the remorse for things i should have done or said the um, confusion the complete denial that it even happened, you know, like there's so many different feelings, right? So for us to get ourselves educated about grief and before a big grief happens, so maybe right after you listen to this conversation here and this episode, you know, do a little deeper research because we can't go into all the depths of it you know, and and it's just too much. There's too much to talk about, but do your research, find out all the details. Then you'll be ready for your own grief, a little bit intellectually, at least, and you'll be ready to talk with your children.
1: Thanks for sharing that with us, Emma.
0: You're welcome. Um, And really knowing that All expressions of grieving are okay. There's no right or wrong way to grieve. You might feel deep sadness while I'm feeling really angry at the person for dying. You might feel like you don't want to talk about it. And I want to talk about all the details of what I'm feeling. So if I want to talk about all my details and you don't want to talk about it, I need, it's my responsibility as a parent to find somebody to talk to. That's not you, my child (laughs) or you, my spouse, even, you know, like I need to find somebody who can listen to me and just hear me and just acknowledge my experience And if your child is not ready to talk, let's not force them either. Let's trust their grieving process. Each of us grieves differently. And for each loss, we will grieve a little differently. So just doing your very best to be with them in their grieving process, whatever that looks like, as long as, here's the one caveat, as long as it's not harming them or another. Mm -hmm. If they are completely isolating themselves from the family, from their peers, that can become harmful for them. Or if they start acting out in ways that are dangerous, then, you know, we need to be careful with that. But other than if it's causing harm to them or another, Other than that, any expression or apparent lack of expression of grief is okay. And we need to know that and allow each person to go through it in their own way and be there for them. Like reassuring, sorry, reassuring a child that you're there for them if they ever do want to come and talk to you or when they want to come, if they have questions you're here, you're listening. And if you don't know the answer to the questions, you can tell them we can either do some research or we can ask someone who's a professional grief counselor or that kind of thing.
1: Yes. And, and telling them that you're there for them is, is very important as somebody, me, who was very scared of having those conversations and those confronting the truth, I guess is hard sometimes, but Mm -hmm. I just wanted Mm -hmm. to say, yes, that is so important to let them know and actually say to them, I'm here for you if you need me and let me know Mm -hmm. how I can help you if I can.
0: Yeah. And if you feel like you don't know what to say or do, then that's okay too. Mm -hmm. If they come to you and they're just falling apart, or they're angry and they're pounding on you or, you know, and it's just like, Oh, and that, you know, however they're expressing some big feelings and you don't know what to do about it. You can, you know, go to that connection place, right? Go to that place that we do with any big feelings. It's okay. I get that you've got big feelings. I don't really know how to do grief either. And that's okay. We're just going to get through this together. We're going to stumble. We're going to fumble. We're going to fall sometimes. And I've got you. I have got you. You're going to be okay. We're going to come through the other side of this. And it might not feel like that right now. It might just feel scary and horrible and you wish none of it ever happened. And it's okay. I've got you. Does that feel like something you could say and be with
1: yes Yeah. it would be hard but it's something that i think is very important and needs to be said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: it it is hard it mm-hmm. is extremely hard you mm-hmm. know yeah and knowing how much to say and when to say it and what to say and oh i mean all the questions are there in the parents' mind, for me, in my auntie mind, for my young nephews. Um, you know, when my when my dad died in my grandson's, you know, case, like, what do I say to this little, he was just not quite three, um, you know. And we don't always know, and we're not always going to get it right. And that's okay, too. And if we feel like, oh, man, I should have said something different or I should have done something different you can say, Hey, you know what? I feel like I blew it. Just asking you a whole bunch of questions and putting you on the spot. And it seems like you don't really want to talk about it right now. So I apologize. I, I just want to be here for you. And I'm not always going to get it right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a tough one, you guys. And It is going to happen in your children's lives. At some point, you are going to experience some big grief and you're going to get through it. And if you need to call in professional help, by all means, call in professional help. Don't hesitate. If you want to reach out and you think that I might be able to help you, I'm not a stranger to grief and grieving and children grieving by all means, reach out to me or another, you know, grief counseling professional for sure. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Emma, for this. Yeah. Like you said, Serena, um, it is a really hard topic, but it needs to be, we need to talk about it. It's just, it's just a part of life as sad as it is and as hard as it is, but you guys are going to be okay you're gonna you're gonna come through all right we love you thanks Thanks, for listening
1: thanks for joining us again this week on our episode uh we really hope that you learned how to communicate about death with your little ones uh how to allow their feelings to come out and how to be with them during such a difficult time and i just wanted to share my four takeaways from this week's episode number one don't be scared to mention death It's a normal part of life. It happens, and we just need to speak to them in clear language. Number two, don't hide your grieving process from them. Let them know that it's okay to feel what they're feeling and show them. Number three, there is no right or wrong way to grieve. So you might be crying, and they might feel happy. And to let them know that it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling, they will feel a little bit more normal. When they are going through these big feelings. And number four is let them know that you're there for them. Yes, it's assumed, but it's always nice when we hear that somebody's there with us. So be that for your kids and speak to them. Don't be scared. That's something that happens to me. I'm scared to have these hard conversations. But thanks for joining us. And if you know anybody that can benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Thank you.
0: Thanks for being here with us in our virtual village. Hit subscribe so you're notified about our newest episodes each week.
1: And hey, did you get something from today's episode? I know I should did. Be kind. Hit that share button and send it to your mama friends so they can benefit from it too.
0: Also, by leaving us a review, you'll be helping more parents out there to find answers to the questions that might be keeping them up at night.
1: We'd love you to follow us on Instagram and our Facebook page at The Village Parenting Pod.
0: And we'd love you to direct message us. Let us know your questions that we could address in future episodes and how we can serve you better
1: this podcast is sponsored by the singing Alma's private parent coaching and workshop offerings. We also now have a buy me a coffee option for a fun way that you could support this podcast. Link is in the show notes.